0: Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hang Time. This is the High School Hoops podcast for the state of Michigan. And uh, it's funny, I got ahead of myself last week. I thought it was our fourth. It was really only our third. Right. Uh, felt like our fourth. for uh, Yeah, now we're definitely uh, into our fourth. And uh, we're excited for, uh, you know... Everything that's building this basketball season, both on the boys and girls side. I do want to say right off the bat, Hang Times presented by Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. The average family eats pizza one day a week. I promise you, the men in this room consider it the fifth food group. Uh, fundraise with the fresh, fresh flavor of Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. We made the program so simple—you sell little Hungry Howie's Pizza certificates to your customers. That's it. No mess. No storage. You get to set your own selling price. Go to Dorazer.com for details. Hang times also brought to you in part by the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. BCAM.org is the web address. Largest coaching association in the country. You'll hear from the assistant director, Dan Young, a little later in the show. Also, just want to make sure that... Uh, you out there, the state's top basketball players, if we have your attention, both male and female, you need to apply for nomination consideration in the Detroit Athletic Club's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Deadline has been extended to February 15th. Cassius Winston, Kaiser Godrezek won the award two years ago. Last year, we had the great Kiera Fletcher Mm -hmm. of Warren Cousinal High School as a finalist. Kiera, by the way, is at Georgia Tech. She's averaging 24 minutes a game. She's nice. shooting 41%, a little over six points a game, four and a half rebounds. Her 28 steals are third best on the team, so a good start for her mm-hmm. at the college level. Yellow Jackets or the Rambling Wreck, they are 13-9 and nine overall, 11th in the ACC. Louisville, Notre Dame, Virginia, 8-1 and one to lead the ACC Conference in women's hoops. So, uh, Cody White from Wald Lake Western, who did play basketball.
1: Yep. you He's know a good basketball
2: he, he, player he, a really good football player absolutely. and he just tore it up as a freshman at Michigan State one of the best freshman campaigns in the history of that Spartan football program
0: Yeah and it really built you know it started out just kind of uh, you know, just making a contribution here and there, and then he just slowly wow. uh, moved himself. He and he really got I, on the same page. I thought Cody White would be good in college. Yeah. I just didn't think he'd be
2: this good this I early. thought he would be contributing as a junior. I didn't right. see him That's, coming in, like, hitting the ground running like
0: he did uh, this past fall.
3: But it helps with his dad's lineage kind of getting him ready for yep. this level. No doubt.
0: Didn't and, uh, hit the and, freshman wall. Yeah, right, and yeah. what's great is they always mention uh, he was uh, Mr. Football, yeah, which, right. is, which is always yeah. awesome. So, uh, you know, um, anyway, my point is go to DACAthleteOfTheYear.com. Apply for the Michigan Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. All right, let me introduce the guys, the voices you hear. And by the way, you can watch this uh, as a webcast on our StateChampsNetwork.com uh, website, or you can watch it on our State Champs TV YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also catch clips and, and some of the whole show on Facebook and Twitter, Twitter, Just search State Champs Net. Also, you can listen if you just want to hear it on SoundCloud. It's streaming there. Uh, So lots of ways that you can. Now we're on iTunes and Stitcher.
3: Stitcher, which is a podcast app, which I wasn't aware of before. Yeah, last week. I w- yeah, I was. Um, we're that on one. Google
0: Play, so you can find us just about everywhere now. State champs there's no excuse not time. to listen. That's right, State Champs Hang Time, uh, State Champ Sports in some areas, mm-hmm. and uh, and you will find us. So uh, once again, let me introduce the guys: Jeff Dulak, Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly here for another installment. Uh, and quickly, guys, just in about a minute, since it's kind of breaking news. By the way, we're filming this on and recording this on Tuesday. Normally, we do it on Wednesdays, so we have not seen the Tuesday these games yet to really comment on so we're right. kind of building into this week but that's all right mm-hmm. uh, we'll go big picture on some of this stuff but quick assessment Blake Griffin to the Pistons
4: gonna sell <laughs> some jerseys a lot of sex
2: I don't know if there's much substance there it's
4: yeah. very it's, 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 so a it's, sexy. Sizzle, it's a lot
0: of
2: sizzle not a lot of steak it's, it's it's sexy I mean Blake Griffin is a exciting player
0: you yeah. know, in a vacuum he's only 28. Uh, but I mean, his knees are about thirty-five. Yeah, he's right a, he's, a, he's, a,
4: he's about a thirty-five-year-old Antonio McDyess. You can
0: I mean, say he, that for a lot of guys, though, and he is signed long-term because if it wasn't long-term, he wouldn't be here. So he's got to be here. Does, does, for the For the time being, it's do you exciting. build a team?
2: Ar- do you build a team around Blake Griffin? Can you, you build a team around a front court of Griffin and Drummond in this day and age? I mean, I that front
3: so. court probably not. But when you look at it, with Blake Griffin, it's going to be exciting for a couple of years. But when his contract runs out in twenty twenty two, and you're paying forty million dollars. You better be ready for kind of a, a Tigers themed Dark Ages for a couple. Yeah, of Yeah, but years. it's
0: not like they're they're they're, going, there. they're, they're not right. signing <laughs> a long term <laughs> deal to a, a, a you know a thirty eight year old Allen Iverson. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Like when he came, you know, uh, you know, and even to a certain extent, Chris Paul. You know, the, the reason Clippers because he's at the he's yeah. definitely at the end of his years. He's thirty eight. You know, yep. so uh, I think for the fact that he is an All Star, five time All Star. Yeah. You know, you need stars. You cannot just tank and think that you are going to build. What has that done for Phoenix? What has that done for uh, Philadelphia, who maybe now are better, but... It took a yeah. long time for, love, for,
4: for the 76ers. That
3: What's that? I love Philly. I'm seeing out of that one. I think Philly's on the trajectory to be a top two or three team in the East
2: in the next couple of years.
0: Okay, but how long has that taken them? 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. yeah, do you, 15, you want 10 we'll years of, yeah. of just the bottom dweller to finally no, be th- relevant? Th- you can't argue. And let's hope MB can stay healthy. Right,
2: He's another issue. You can't argue that the, yeah. the trade itself, I, I think it's a step forward. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a baby step. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to really move the needle in terms of the team. It, it might move the needle in terms of bringing some fans out to LCA. Okay, get, you know, get, get to you know sell Blake Griffin jerseys. Right. You know, Blake Griffin's great in the open court. He's right. exciting. You know, he's one of the best dunkers the NBA's seen in a long time. But, again, I don't know what that does for your well, bottom he, line he, in terms of wins and losses. And here's the
0: last thing I'll say. Number one, you know, I'm an L.A. guy, right, from L.A., so I like star power. It helps. Mm-hmm. they got to fill those seats. Yep, I think yep. he can do that. Uh, it is the Eastern Conference, which is good. He is now out of that situation. Yeah. Uh, and what if next year LeBron goes west? He will. Oh, yeah. okay. I expect okay. that to happen. Okay, so <laughs> if that happens— uh, I would say the East is a little more open than it was previously. Yeah, but do you see both? And look, we're also protected. The top four picks are protected in what they gave up. So no, know. should he get hurt and they tank and they fall to the bottom? Well, the top four picks are protected. Right. See, one thing that stands out to me with this sta- is That's a stand system, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, when he was had success in Orlando, he had, you know, uh, Howard and another four that was was good. Yeah. So I have... That's, that's the way he... Yeah. What he likes to play. I've got. I've got a buddy who used to work in, the, in an NBA front office. And I'm playing devil's advocate here, right? Because I've not, heard so much hate today. Yeah. I just want to kind of spin it the other way a little bit with it's a smile. The, it's
2: not the end of the world. I mean, I, I don't think it's the worst thing that's ever right. happened to the franchise. I just don't know if it's <laughs> wow. Really- <laughs> I, the worst I, well, thing yeah, that
0: ever happened. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of
2: people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what they give up that are that are kind of going Avery crazy. Bradley's I know, game, but what did they uh, give up?
3: Tobias Harris,
0: who's uh, whose not, contract's not expiring, primary. wasn't yeah. going to come back. He's right. okay. He's he's a decent player. I mean, they uh, a Avery Bradley, uh, his contract's expiring. They, he would have been gone. They give up Boba. Oh yeah, that's, exactly. That's like my hero, the, the seven six, three caveman. Right. Yeah, he's gone. Makes
4: makes a big hustle over at Purdue look like a. Uh, yeah. the, like you could do flipping, on no, no, Rolanda. What,
0: no, what it, what it does say is obviously Reggie Jackson has to get healthy. You know, Ish Smith is not going to take them to the next level by any <laughs> means, but he's a, a serviceable backup. He's quick up and down the court. Uh, they did not have to get rid of their kind of two guys that they have to hope come through, Kennard. And uh, if you're a believer in Kennard's. Cunard's Johnson, your starter
3: now. I mean yeah, uh, well, yeah, and, and Stanley Johnson. Who's played better? Him, he's, he's played pulled.
0: better. He's finally starting to go to the hoop and not trying to settle for just the outside he can't shot. Shoot. And, <laughs> right. Well he's gonna have a little more space now though to, to do some things with Blake and Andre. One uh, question mark I uh, have
2: with Griffin is the attitude thing. Is he well, going to be able to come in here and, and be a guy that's in the locker room that's energizing the locker room? Or is he going to be a guy if things start to go uh, in, in a Is in he going to be met-
0: Dwight Howard when he went to the Lakers? Yeah, it was he, just yeah. a total like, like, yeah. cancer.
2: I just don't know if, uh, if he has the – the, the capacity as a leader to come in here and and turn things around. I think he's one of those guys that uh in that regard could be more of a complimentary piece, but we're kind of looking at him here to be a linchpin. Right. I don't I don't know if he's got that in his
0: it. game's getting better though. He can shoot better. Yeah. He's you know he's averaging yeah. twenty two. He's twenty two and eight, 22 you know, if, points. is, he, eight is he gonna have that mid range J open? I would say yes in in, in this style. I think that would that,
4: that happens I'm interested to see Drummond and 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 uh Blake on the court at the same time. Yeah. You know, just to see how that happens, just to see their chemistry, and I mean, who knows? I mean, does how does long, this turn turn into one of the best front quarters in the how NBA? How
0: long is it going to be just a point guard driven league right now? I, we're in a cycle, we know that. Yeah. Is this to Co- stay?
4: A couple of years,
3: I think you're looking at more of a versatility type yeah, situation, fr- like like Draymond Green, who can bring
2: the ball up the court. Yeah. you're
3: not going to rely on just point we're, guards. We're, we're going into
2: we're going into a point right now in, in basketball. I think across the board, what they're talking about. Uh, high school, all the way to the to the pros, where we're heading towards total positionless basketball. Mm-hmm. Brandon Johnson, the five instance, can do we'll the, the, the one, football. the one mm-hmm. can play the right, five, right, right, right. And the Pistons, as they're built right now, are a very old school yes. uh, uh, archetype.
0: But Blake is versatile. Yes, boy, know, he, 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 pop, he, he doesn't he, pop him from three. Yeah, he, he, he's, oh, he's he's, he's, he's doing that now. He's much. I'm improved. not
2: saying, I'm not saying that he he can't shoot. I'm just saying he's not a consistent three point threat.
4: Yeah, and he's more of a. Power forward. I don't think anybody's yeah. ever confused him with being a, a right. wing or a but, small but he, forward. But he
0: knows he's going to have to adjust and have to be a better shooter just to stay on the yeah. court. He can't just be powering up all right. day long. He'll be hurt. You got to right. do that he as won't, a, He won't be able to play as, as you get older, right? You know, you have to. Your you game adjust.
4: has. Your game. Your game has to evolve, you right? Know? I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, Sean Kemp was like one of the best players, but after a while you know he wasn't he just wasn't able right. to shoot you know right and, Listen,
0: and guys so. like kobe who used to just drive 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 and michael you know not to compare them obviously yep. but they became you know shooters you know, they jordan's, became mid-range J's. What's what
2: was so great about jordan's career is that he had you know the first half of his career he was the high flyer right uh, you, you, can know, Kobe on Kobe you can say that about anybody You could say that And then he became, yeah. then, then he developed yeah. one of the greatest turnaround jump shots so of all time, right? Kobe's and fall away was, this, was the yeah. same
0: thing. It was, it was the same. Oh, it was patterned
2: after Jordan. Well, yeah, more, yeah. Than, more than <laughs> anything,
3: pattern. more than anything, what this trade does for the Pistons is exactly what it's doing in this room right now. It what was the last debate? time that we talked we talked about, about the them? Yeah. yeah, right. What
0: was the last time we said anything about it, the Pistons last three years? Exactly. And you can't, you can't depend on the draft. It is still a crapshoot. With guys who come in. How many number ones, you know, and that are, are, have become game changers? It doesn't happen. All. Brown. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, I'm just saying, you can't, there are second round guys, you know, you've got to be able to draft well, and you just never know how it's going to be. This guy's a bona fide star. Yep. You yep. know, granted, there are some issues in terms of injuries and things of that nature, but nobody's really doubted his talent, correct? No, I mean, do you make five no. five All Star games if you're an untalented player?
2: No, he's a like I said, he's a very exciting player. Yeah, well, jumping over
0: heels. That's yeah, I
2: mean There's no <laughs> yeah. question. So th- in that regard, that's great. That, yeah, that moves the needle
0: in in that. And can't we just have some fun at the, at, at the uh, new LCA? Some excitement, some high flying. We're not going to win the title this year, but it can be a lot more fun to sure. be there.
4: I mean, either, the, either there or with hockey. You know, the Russian Five isn't walking through that door. Right. <laughs> exactly. I just don't know if he's a winner.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I I think
3: he's a step above Dwight Howard because I consider Dwight Howard as a loser, a losing-type player. I think Blake Griffin's above Dwight Howard, but we'll see how much further above
0: Oh, yeah. Dwight Howard, I think, has just been a complete and total bust. As good as Tobias, as, as good to- as he was in the beginning. I mean, right. his second half is as career. good as
2: Tobias Harris was, and I think he had a really. I was really impressed by when he came here and you know, watching him as a basketball player. I really enjoyed his game. I'm more of a purist. I understand he, Tobias Harris wasn't putting fans in gonna, seats,
0: and he wasn't going to move the needle. Nobody for the was going to watch. Right. They were going to be either, either Tobias eight, Harris, eight, 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 eight seed seventh at People best. People will go
4: watch Blake Griffin. You say, right. you say somebody who's got a jersey on a Tobias Harris jersey on in ten years, somebody's going to say Harris Pistons. Who? Right. Like, what kind of? What? Right. Are was yeah, oh many no. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and if it
0: does work, you know, then really, if let's say things really take off, which could happen, yeah. then wow, I mean, they could really climb the seed, you know, the, in terms of where they could be positioned for, or for at least the
4: four or five or something like that. If they can get that there next year, awesome, then it's a win. Dude.
3: Are you kidding? A whole, yeah, uh,
0: my, my buddy a home who, advantage for a playoff round.
3: My buddy who used to work in an NBA front office, you know, he saw something on Twitter. He took it to to one of the people he used to work with and said, "Best case scenario with Blake Griffin." is coming to Detroit will make him focus. He won't have to worry about all that, the other stuff that's going on around him in L.A. He's just going to focus on basketball and basketball only in
0: Detroit. The, 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 the curse.
2: And the owner of the Clippers is a Detroit Country Day alum.
0: That's right. Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. There we go. All right, so we got that out of our system. There's I transition. know This this podcast is always going <laughs> to run long. It's notorious. But I just wanted to throw that out because it was so fresh, and, uh, and it gets uh, people talking, and it's good to have – you know, uh, we'll see how he turns out, but it's good to have some star power. It's been way back too in long Detroit. since basketball's been exciting. That's right. I mean, you know, this At is this is a town that that if it has a great pro team, and you saw it just a you know decade and a half ago, this place goes crazy. They yep. love their basketball, and they're ready for it. So we'll see, we'll see. Yep, jury's out, Scott. We'll find <laughs> out. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm I not completely dismissing it. I'm no. just saying I don't
2: don't expect this to right. to all of a sudden vault the Pistons no, to the I top of the s- East.
0: I don't think anyone is saying that. I don't think anyone is saying that. But uh, uh, we'll see. I think they're going to. I think uh, when this podcast uh, airs on Thursday will be the first game. His,
2: yeah, he opens on. He comes uh, his first his debut in the Pistons uniform is at, Thursday,
0: at and uh, I think it's who? It's, it's who's Memphis. It Memphis. In-
2: Four people would have been at that Memphis game without Blake Griffin.
3: Right. What so it's worth. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm rounding up.
0: All right. Let's get into the uh, uh, week nine rankings, which are hot off the presses, uh, courtesy T.J. Kelly, our state champs insider. And uh, Super Ten looks like it's uh, pretty similar at the top. Uh, although at the time of recording this, we had a big matchup with Hazel Park and Clarkson tonight.
4: Yeah, that's good. that that battle and right this there. Is Tuesday, I'm talking. And about. it's at Hazel Park. Yeah. yeah so. so that's big. Hey, I'll just say you you're going to this game or get there in or, two yeah, hours. Yeah, early. you probably want to be there. You know, ha- by the halftime of the JV game, and uh, there are also some other great games parking that are going is on
0: limited that around that. High That's school an understatement. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. You might have to be parking in Green Lantern. It's like
0: a
2: McDonald's. It's like a McDonald's parking.
0: Yeah, just flag someone down in their driveway, see if you can use it. But yeah,
4: right, right. You might have to take an Uber or something like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, <from, laughs> an Uber. Yes, nine mile and yeah. Jana or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heck of a game. Still undefeated,
0: that. you and, know. In fact, uh, looking at the top five in your Super Ten, uh, they are all undefeated.
4: You know, Skyline is rolling. Um, they don't play as tough of a league schedule as Hazel Park. I think that one of the things where Hazel Park and, and Ann Arbor Skyline, Hazel Park is new to the league. You know, they haven't really built that rivalry where Ann Arbor Huron has a rival or Skyline has a rivalry rivalry with. Um, and Arbor Huron with Pioneer, and they're really going to even uh, Ypsilanti. And, and yeah, and even Ypsilanti. I mean, even I mean, you could say Chelsea. I mean, yeah. even Gold. I yeah, mean, I've watched area. games at Tempest Bedford. Yeah, and I mean that's and that's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. They kick a mules, mm-hmm. um, you know. Right. And so with so with Hazel Park, yeah, if Hazel, Hazel Park wins this game, and they want to you know and they beat Clarkston. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're deserved of the number one team uh, just because they they beat half of the PSL. Um, now they beat Troy, who just got bumped um, out of uh, the Class A, the Super Ten. Um, then you add in they beat a, a Troy, nice win. They beat with Troy handily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and TJ
2: were both there last week. Yeah, I mean yeah, it was, I was it was it was close. It was, it, was, yeah. it was
4: close to the half. Troy's still without Jason Dietz. The thing that was most impressive yeah, but about that, Hazel, but Hazel Park record, was without uh, with David Hearns. Hearns. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's their other that's their other point guard. Yeah, and he he, he'll be he'll
2: be back for for Tuesday's game. The thing that
3: you know when it comes to Hazel Park and you look at Carl Bow and David Hearns, this is meant in the best, most positive way possible. Those two are dogs. They yep. get after it. They will hound you They all are. On defense. The, the, the entire, yeah, uh, the entire uh, seven, eight-man rotation. They play, I love with that a, style.
2: they play so rugged and so t- they're as tough as nails. Mm-hmm. And what's they, be they don't back down from a single thing.
3: Right. It's going to be interesting because that mentality going up against a guy like Foster Lawyer. They're not intim- intimidated by Foster Lawyer. Can they kind of bother him enough to you know turn him over a couple of times? To, to maybe get him in foul trouble because they're aggressive guards. offensively. Taylor Curry,
2: the big guy for um, Clarkson, is going to have to have a, a, a pretty significant yeah. outing, in my opinion. If, if Clarkson's going to come out of this game with a victory, and C.J. Robinson twenty nine. He had, had twenty nine ten, I think, against West Bloomfield, mm-hmm. and was a big difference maker in, in, in Clarkson's uh, victory over, over the Lakers last week at home. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, in my opinion, if I'm projecting, I'm going to need another performance like that if. If Clarkson's going to come out of this game,
4: I think know, he's too good of a player not to. I mean, kids the, going to Wisconsin, win. right? You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, like he, like he's too good not to be utilized. Not only is he going to you
3: know? Wisconsin, he's he reclassified. Yeah, because yeah, he reclassified, and he's still going to Wisconsin.
4: Yeah, I just talked with. Um, I just saw one of the Wisconsin coaches on Sat on Sunday in Cleveland, and. Yeah, they're going to redshirt him when he gets there. But still, he's a really, really good high school right. player. He's very you know? fundamentally sound. Yeah. Hazel
2: Park doesn't have any traditional bigs. Right. they, had yeah, a big they got, play some, like, guys that play, they play got some guys the rim, that
3: play play above a, the rim. Play bigger than what they are. Yeah. Um, they had a know, big last year. I can't think of his name off the top. Uh, of my Lafayette.
4: Name. Yeah. Yeah, Christian Lafayette, but you know I don't think that Christian Lafayette he doesn't he don't he was definitely was doesn't to hold a candle a guy. doesn't
0: hold a candle to Taylor Kirk. No, ab- yeah. well, absolutely not. Well, we'll continue this debate next week because the game's already been played. If you're listening yeah, to this podcast right. and you already know how it turned out, so ah, ball. we'll kind of yeah, exactly. So we'll <laughs> kind of uh, play it out. But uh, you did in Class A, if we're looking at just the specific Class A rankings, uh, did have Holland West Ottawa jump in there? You got him at number eight.
4: Yeah, you know, uh, they lost early in this season. Um, and since then, uh, to the, well, they lost to Godwin Heights early in the year, <laughs> and, Godwin's been, and, and Godwin's been rolling um, since then. Um, maybe they should have been in the top ten a little bit earlier. Um, one thing I had to look at was Godwin, and, you know, and as we ask, I have another question about Godwin later on. I'll get to that. Um, I just look for teams to go outside of their comfort zone and stuff like that when they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, are, like Muskegon goes and plays at Loyola last week, right? Um, and I think that that's, that, that's huge. You know, I will, if you're. I, will, I just want to see some of the Grand Rapids teams play outside of the six one six. You know, the same thing would can be said for, you know, if you're in the if you're in East Lansing. You know, I want to see you play outside of the five one seven. And if you're only playing Detroit area teams and you're from Detroit, and you're supposed to be this powerhouse, then I need to see that i actually I'm I look forward to hey, go take a trip up to Saginaw or Arthur Hill and why they're not having great seasons. You know, or like, we'll go play Beecher or something like that. Right. But just get out of your comfort zone, go see some different refs. Carmen Ainsworth. Yeah, yeah, and Cameron Answorth is rolling. if you if you look at some of the teams that have only lost like a few games, Wayne Memorial has lost to three teams that have what have two combined losses, right? You know, or excuse me, one combined loss. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's that that, that's yeah, that's really that's really tough. It's tough to go about saying, and so there are a lot of guys that or a lot of teams that are deserved to be in the top ten. They're just on the cusp and are are kind of pushing that Detroit Renaissance is one of those teams that's playing really well. You know, when you look at. You know, them beating Cass Tech and then them beating Renaissance. And we talked about that last week. You know, and then they now they, they get to play at Cat or they get to play at Cast later on this week. But you know, Cass also has some op- opportunity to um, to vindicate some of their, their losses um, to Henry Ford and to uh, Cass, or excuse me, Renaissance. The big
3: thing week. with Holland West Ottawa uh, is the fact that they might be for real now. You looked at last year and they came out of nowhere, at least from my, in my eyes, mm-hmm. you know, I think they were like 23-2 and or something like that before they lost on a buzzer beater to Grand Rapids Christian in the regional final. And Grand Rapids Christian obviously went to the state championship game. Howland-West Ottawa is not going any, anywhere. You know, they're, they're for real now. And I think an 8-1 yeah. start after a 23-2 season last year, maybe 23-3, you know, this, this team's for real. And, and Did they beat Muskegon last year? I believe so. I believe they yeah. beat them in the district final.
4: Yeah. So I mean, they're they're tough, and, and Tyler Bozeman is one of the, the I'm, I, I I'm I specialize in basketball, right. but from what I've heard, I you know he's one of the better all around athletes in the state, mm-hmm. and then you throw in a guy like Drew Peterson who can really knock down jumpers. These guys know what they can do, and if you've got a group of guys, it's like walking into a court or something like that. You know, you're, you know, you know, back back in the 20th century when they're going out there and playing in parks and stuff like that, and you bring your group of guys, and you know what? Hey, we know what we all can do, right? You know, and I think that that's what West Ottawa does. They they play within themselves. They're well coached, and if as long as you have that structure on the high school level, and of course with good guard play, you can wind up beating anybody. Yeah.
0: Flipping over to Class C, you've got St. Mary Catholic Central, number one.
4: Yeah, I'm at eight. Coach Wyndham's got him rolling. C.J. Hutt is one of the the. He's going to go to Air Force. He's going to redshirt for that year, but he's six foot eight and he's skilled. He's mobile. He's productive. You, I, I like guys that are scoring twenty five points and grabbing fifteen boards and getting five or six blocks a game. And then when you add in a couple of other guards who are also playing well, I mean that 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 speaks well. I'm talking about the Kegley kid um, who's mm-hmm. down there. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're they're playing well and they're deserved to get to get the number one ranking.
3: Yeah, I mean, C.J. Hodge, what's, what's going to make that team go? If, if he has an off game, I feel like is going to have an off game. If he has non-game, you know, so I think when it comes to tournament time, he's going to take them as, as far as they go. I've been
2: high on him since the summer. I, yeah. I saw him for a second this summer, and um, I think he, he, you know, is in the center, no pun intended, of a trend uh, in, our, in, in the Michigan uh, 2018
4: class. we got some really nice
2: bigs.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: You yeah. like uh, Flint Beech- Beecher's upswing now?
4: Yeah, they I mean, they were young. They've got to, they've got some. They've got to learn that Malik Ellison is on that team anymore right. to really lead them. Um, I was talking with somebody yesterday, and they, and, and they mentioned the the presence of Levan Blake. You know, if you got mm-hmm. six foot seven in a in a rim protector, yeah, I know I've got somebody that's got my back if he gets right by me. Well, they don't have that this year, and so everybody's got to learn to play on as as a, as a cohesive unit. And I think a lot of that starts on the defensive end because all of a sudden you don't have that shot blocker, which is what Monroe St. Mary's has. You know, so you know how far they'll be able to advance. You know that I think that'll have to do a lot with how much how much they're ready to mature. And Mike Williams already knows what it takes to really get there. Is is he at the are they is Beecher at the point maybe where I thought that they were uh, when men when uh, Monty Morris was a freshman when they didn't make the finals. You know, and and for the first time or, or. I mean, now it money. seems like they've just been living in the in the in the finals and stuff like that, or the semifinals. Um, so I think that they were trending not to make that that move um, or make a long run, and now I think that they they can they can do some things they, and they at least get to the semifinals.
2: Annual March residency at the Center. Right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they do. They, yeah.
4: They get, they, get, they get, they've got a twenty percent off coupon that they just <laughs> use yeah. everybody and it's it's laminated. Like, it's like Britney
0: Spears in a frequent Vegas. hotel. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No doubt, no doubt. All right, well then, um, here's what we'll do. We're going to wrap this segment uh, because we're super long. It's all good, though. Uh, We're going to uh, get into next week's PSL uh, playoffs, which is obviously going to be pretty spectacular, I think, if – the way things are playing out. Obviously, we'll see what happens this week, some key games this week. I know if you watch State Champs on Sunday at 9, you'll be able to see the Detroit Henry Ford at Cast Tech game that takes place uh, Tuesday afternoon. So uh, we do not know the uh, outcome of that one yet, yet it should be uh, pretty pretty high-flying. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, our segment next. So stay with us here on State Champs Hang Time.
5: Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Doughraiser. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations.
1: We've been doing this fundraiser for about 4 years and it's the easiest, and best, and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan.
5: Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Doughraiser.
0: All right, state champs hang time continues. We get into our second segment of this week, show four, and uh, want to talk about next week's PSL playoffs. So, uh, off the we don't have the brackets yet. We should get them on Friday, uh, if not sooner, but definitely uh, by Friday. I'm sure they'll be out. They got to have the schedule set, and it's always uh, interesting how uh, they lay it all out. But uh, bottom line, who are the teams to beat going in?
3: I mean, my my pick is East English I think anytime you have a guy like David DeJulius and some you know contributing you know the supporting cast is really coming along right now Uh, I think East English is going to be a tough team to beat but then you got Cass and King and you know it's it's about as deep as it's been at least my time covering the PSL.
2: He's a the David DeJulius is a is a triple D special Dally dynamic, yeah. dazzling and dominant. And that's
0: usually what wins when yeah. it comes to the, the PSO PSL playoffs, especially.
2: I'm I've done have one, I've done such a PT
0: players got to show up. Right.
2: I've done such a one eighty on him. I, mm-hmm. I, you know I'm not a huge fan of uh, you know six foot guards that aren't true points yep. in this day and age. Yeah, if you're six foot. I want you to be. Yeah, you can score, but I, David DeJulius is not a true point. And I saw him a couple times as a sophomore and junior, and I really liked him. Mm -hmm. But I've just fallen in love with the David DeJulius senior year at EEV. He is the definition of a mad bomber, uh, quickest release that I've seen of a player in a long time. Pull up once he gets across half court, he's within his range, and he can get on a roll. And when when I'm talking about you know five, six, seven in a row, nothing but net, not touching any rim, Right, right? Just and, and is net. that
0: just perfect for what John Beeline wants to do at Michigan? Yeah, I
2: mean,
4: if you could shoot the ball. I right. Mean, at at the end to, of the day. Right? And, you know, he needs and, yeah. Wow.
2: Is he, you know, but
0: can
4: there are he get similarities off in a with a, Wal- good with a with a Derek Walton. Derek Walton had to score a lot in, when he was in high school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, the guy's doing all right. He's in the league right but now. But Walton was still more of
2: a true point than, uh, than, D- than Double D is.
4: Oh, I also think that sometimes you have to look at, you know, the personnel that surround with East right. English and one thing with Dave is, hey, I'm accepting about putting the putting the weight of the shoulders on my on my shoulder, you know, on the, the yeah. weight of my, the team on my back. Yeah, and and a at a yeah. higher
0: level than what you know Walton was playing. Let in me contradict
2: school. myself though for a second. Right. At the me, end me, of that he's... Clarkson game uh, over break. When when they were sending two three guys at him, he was looking to find his teammates through a couple of nice, real nice passes down on the post to get Xavion on Goodwin, yep. uh, Godwin free. For one was a, a beautiful pass that ended up with a jam, and uh, you know uh, did Julius just you know he he's living in the zone right now. Yeah,
4: yeah. And and Tariq, it, Shepard, Tariq Shepard's a pretty good yep. player as well. You yep. know they got some other guys. Jay Sean Moore is yep. one of the better sophomores, and probably going to be talking about him. You know over the course of the over the course of time, and if he's a Mr. Basketball candidate. In, in 2020, I'd tell you right now, don't be surprised. I'm okay.
2: still, in terms of uh, f- uh, if I had to pick right now my front runner, I'm still going to go with the defending champs, Cass Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I love what, what Steve Hall has come in and, and brought to his alma mater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was a perfect fit, Steve coming back from the college ranks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Steve was a, was a Mr. Basketball candidate. I believe he was in the top 10. Yep, I
4: think he finished number eight. Whatever With back Finish then. Eighth.
2: Back then, you yeah. had like ten <laughs> candidates. Back in '88, yeah. ended up playing at, I believe, Virginia Tech and Washington. Started
4: off at Wat- uh, Washington, then I think he went to Virginia Tech.
2: And uh, you know, he is just a, a class individual, uh, a great tactician, a great mentor, and has just really um, brought that program to a different level, in my opinion.
0: Who do you like, TJ? I
4: I, I do like Cass. I'm not sold that there is a front runner. I think there's right. a dark horse. I, agree. Yeah. I think Detroit Henry Ford is is one of those, because they know what they do. We've talked about this before in the show. They know what they do. They don't have anybody that's really a standout. They do have Anthony Roberts, who's going to Bryant, mm-hmm. who's a 6'3 guard, who might be that guy that can get them over the hump because they don't really have it. He provides that go-to scoring that they need, that, or let's say, that pretty much all teams need. And if you can get that from the guard position, then that's only one of the things that's going to catapult you you know to possibly a state championship for in speaking about Henry Ford. So I I do like what they do. I'm not sure that Renaissance even though they've been playing well, I'm not sure that they have the guard play they can carry them. Um I wish we were talking about Depsa. I think that we were doing this in in de, uh in early to mid December that we are talking about Depsa. But Depsa has so struggled so much. They haven't won a game in the league and so yeah, I think I think right now it's between it's between Cast and in between um, East English Village. I think and with Henry Ford, maybe King. I think King and
3: there. Marcus Gibbs. The more and more comfortable he gets, transfer with King. from Cast Tech. Yes. Yep. yep. The more and more comfortable he gets, I think the bigger uh, difference maker he can make. So if he gets if he's kind of fully, you know, antiquated or acclimated, I should say, acclimated. with yeah. with his surroundings there, he could be a difference maker for King. Uh, another guy to watch for for Henry Ford is Deontay Ulmer. He dropped, yep. I think. Thirty, you know, went over Henry Ford Academy. Did he hit the over game over the weekend?
4: Yeah, and I think. Um, and, ooh, sorry about that. Renaissance wound up hitting the game-winning shot when they played Henry Ford, right? Um, at, at, like at the buzzer. But yeah. I do like Ulmer. I th- uh, Henry Ford got Academy good... is who Henry, Detroit Henry yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. where Damn, man, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta get that school down in Midtown let's, or something let's get, like that. Travion Williams School. Henry Ford. Let's start calling him Travion Williams right. School.
2: There's three Henry Fords, <laughs> not including the one out in Utica. There's right. Four.
4: Yeah, you yeah, overdoing it, you know, getting getting their money's worth the uh, <laughs> posthumously getting their money's worth, you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I love the uh, Castex point guard uh, sophomore Tyson McCuff, yeah, uh, just one of these guys that I think is you know by the time he's a senior is going to be one of the the, the true powerhouse uh, uh, backcourt gems in the in the PSL and in all of Metro Detroit. And uh, you know he's making that team go right now, and, and helping offset the uh, the loss of, of Marcus Gibbs. Mm. And if Marcus Gibbs was on that lineup, I, I would be uh, championing uh, Castech for a, for a. I think I still think they can make a run, but with Marcus Gibbs, I, I thought they could have uh, challenged for a state championship. Maybe they still can.
3: And keep an eye on Persian. Pershing's a team that's you know has has some good wins. In the you know, in the PSL East, love Dewan Seals. Yeah, and I, that's the guy I was going to bring up. I think he's a he's a difference maker in certain, some of these games where if he's able to take over a game, you know they could knock off a Henry Ford, uh, a King, maybe not quite a caster East English in my my book, but who knows? I
4: Look at Ron Hill. Ron Hill's their yeah. senior point guard. I mean, he's been on varsity for four years. Where Ron Hill goes, I think that they go. I think you know what you're going to get with DeWan Seal every game. He's mm-hmm. going to play hard. Um, you know, he's going to get you some points. If, it's, if his jumper's not working, then he's going to go to the basket and change it up a little bit. Um, you know, they also have Charles Brown, who's six foot 7", six foot you know, who can, who can knock down some jumpers. Right. But Ron Hill's the one that's going to get everybody the ball. He's the one that's going to get their big fella, Johnny Davis, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that he's found his brother, his brother uh, Pierre Hill, um, in the corners, and he's starting to become more of a reliable shooter. Um, so I think that that's important you know and I'll, we've talked about so many senior guards or senior players you know that have carried their teams so much of it is the younger guys how they develop and how they want to mature and, and with the roles that they're ready um, to assume you know much like we were talking about with Beecher with the, with those guys and so you, kind of a wild card what you don't know when you're gonna get with some of the younger guys um but yeah going going back to um, pershing I, I do like them they're kind of a scary team I think that they're gonna be more dangerous when they get to the state playoffs, right. and they are in the city playoffs. <laughs> I would agree so. with that
2: because of the class uh, differential.
4: Yeah, they get to go to Warren Collegiate, and where they've got Warren Lincoln and Warren Collegiate, and you know, uh, probably like center line or something like that. You know, but mm-hmm. it, you know, they're, and then they'll have to move on. And but their regional is going to be the big one uh, when they'll probably meet up with Loyola and Depsa and Pershing, and hopefully, uh, ooh, I think they're playing in Loyola's gym too. So that's the host in the region. So, so for for the for the seven o'clock game, you might want to make sure that you're wow. there by five.
2: Whenever I go in, I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself a little bit. Whenever I go into that gym in Loyola, I think of the first scene in the movie Rocky, where he's fighting in in this like old uh, converted church without the smoke. <laughs> yeah, without, <laughs> and you, you go into that gym in Loyola, and it's like it's something from a different era. <laughs> like, right, mm-hmm. you're you're literally playing
0: like where like the, there were used to be church pews.
4: Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, without an so, Kind out, of so. cool.
0: So, all right, well, we'll find out. Uh, no doubt it's going to be an exciting tournament. Talking about the Detroit Public School League tournament that takes place next week. If you're a high school basketball fan, do yourself a favor, check it out. Uh, of course, the championship will take place at Callahan Hall, and that will be when?
4: Well, I want to say it's usually right around uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, so maybe February 16th or something like that. Um, and I'm not sure that they're not going to play it at... Uh the university at you said they, they're going to play at Callahan Hall.
0: Oh, they usually do. I would yeah. assume. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They're going to play at Callahan Hall. Yeah, Hubs. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that, okay. It's what the what the LCA or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, that that'd, be, that'd be great, that'd I mean, be great. We be really
4: could never cool. get to that. It'd be we, very cool. Yeah, the problem is you'll be paying more for hot dogs than you are for tickets. Right. right. Yeah, you know? Exactly. And and thirty dollars for parking. There
3: will be a bigger turnout than the Pistons games pre Blake Griffin.
0: There, there would be. I mean, literally, there would be. <laughs> All right, so how do you feel about it? If you want to reach out to us, you can uh, comment on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, talk about what you feel maybe are some of the uh, best PSL teams or maybe some, some dark horse teams you think might make a run or just want to weigh in on who you think is uh, going to be number 1 and maybe who will make a run beyond the tournament and into the state tournament so uh that is a tease into our mailbag segment in which we'll answer a couple of the questions that you guys reached out uh last week we'll get to that to get to that in two segments next we're going to have dan young from b cam here and uh, we're going to talk about some of the top teams and stuff that's happening we'll catch up with him so stay with us hang time we'll be right back
4: Today, we'd like to talk about a basketball rule's point of emphasis for this season. Nationally, there is a concern about lack of enforcement for intentional fouls, especially at the end of the game. An intentional foul is contact that neutralizes an opponent's obvious advantage. Contact is not a clear attempt to play the ball, or when contact is an intentional foul, it is not solely judged on the severity of the act. Intentional fouls are either strategic to stop the clock or otherwise tactically done against an opponent. The foul could be innocent in severity or excessive in intensity and force. Regardless, they are all intentional fouls and should be called as such. To learn more about basketball rules and point of emphasis for this season, please visit the MHSAA website.
0: Right, welcome back to Hang Time. The podcast continues. D-Y, Dan Young, B-Cam in the house. This is where we talk about what's happening with teams, players, and uh, everything that, uh, and coaches. Coaches, you got it. You know, it's the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. So, um, what we kind of... uh, teased on tv just kind of gave a little taste when you watch the show this sunday state champs sunday at 9 a.m fox sports detroit uh is uh with the tournament starting in about three weeks which is my birthday february 26 all right all right it's gonna be 25 years old let's go uh but yeah yeah right so um class a and b uh we're gonna talk about top teams girls basketball let's uh let's give the girls some love here um, it's it's pretty clear right now that three have risen to the top. Uh, Saginaw Heritage, East Kentwood, who was a finalist last year, and East Lansing, they were all unbeaten coming into this week. And, uh, you know, lots of talent uh, on those three particular squads, and they're playing like it.
1: Saginaw Heritage, coached by Vonnie DeLong, who, by the way, was a great player in her, in her day. Um has uh, Jesse Bicknell going to Detroit Mercy and Mo Joyner who's a five nine guard? They're very athletic and long, like we talked about on the show. These teams are very versatile, athletic, can guard multiple positions, are not one dimensional at all, and I think that's the strength of this Class A group uh, heading into the tournament. As you go to play these three—East uh, Kentwood, East Lansing, Saginaw Heritage—and then you know some others, Marion and. And Ann Arbor, Huron, Howell, Hartland, um, lots of athletic, well-coached teams and players, I mean, that are going to be very difficult to guard. Can post, can drive it, can, can do lots of things, can switch defenses, switch players. Uh, that's, the, that's the strength of this group.
0: Tom Markowski does our rankings, and uh, he feels the real surprise this year is Ann Arbor, Huron, and what they've been able to do, and it largely, uh, he believes, is from their brand-new coach.
1: Walid Samaha coached uh, the Huron boys for many, many years, had great teams, got to the state championship one time. Um, and then last year, uh, he's worked for the Ann Arbor schools. Yeah. Last year worked for Beeline staff at U of M and then really missed coaching. Uh, wasn't getting out of it to coach the girls at Huron, but all of a sudden the job opened and he's working in the district uh, again. And uh, they asked him, Hey, do you want to do it? And here we are. Guy, he's a very good coach, and they only had two returning key players from a year ago on right. a very good team, and I think they've only lost one or two games. So yeah. he's a proven guy. Uh, fundamentals, defense, uh, great chemistry, teaching team—you know those and, types of things. And that's where it that's goes. What it's right? all about,
0: especially in girls basketball. Right? You get them to buy in
1: defensively. No man, you are at—you've you, got half of it figured out. Don't turn it over. Yeah. And play D and rebound, and you can be in games. Yeah, so in every game. He does a great job. He's an awesome coach.
0: Right. Uh, as we uh, turn over to uh, Class B, we had a matchup of which you could see highlights uh, this Sunday on State Champs, and we could tell you. Uh, because it's no secret that Williamston and East Lansing did get together uh, this week. Williamston fell to East Lansing, however, uh, and that's their first loss of the season. There's no shame in losing to East Lansing, and that's a good matchup for Williamston uh, as they prepare uh, for playoffs, which will be coming up uh, in less than a month. Um, Detroit Country Day, really the cream of the crop again this season in
1: Class B? You know what? Um, They're the team to beat. Period. Someone's going to knock them off. Uh, they're, they're the best team in that class. It's disappointing about Williamston, obviously, losing Maddie Waters, right. awesome player, very deserving. Pete, um, Pete Cool coaches uh, Williamston, and uh, they, they have a great group. I saw him this summer, and they are he, – he's a, he's a really good coach. And so losing her, they're still – you know, they've got a great schedule. They just played East Lansing, and that's what you want to do to get ready in the state tournament. But right. it's, it's country days. thing. Someone's going to knock them off. Frank Orlando – Obviously, we know he's he's a Hall of Famer, and uh, somebody's got to try to get him because they're the best group. Right,
0: uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Tom believes that uh, there are about three dark horse, uh, sub, you know, contenders in uh, in Class B: uh, South Christian, uh, Hamilton, Freeland, all those West Side teams.
1: Yep, and Kingsley's also twelve and zero. Uh, Kim Leggy coaches Grand Rapids South Christian. Uh, they're playing a tough schedule. Their only two losses are to East Kentwood and Caledonia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, Dan Van Eckel coaches H- Hamilton and uh, Tom Zelinski coaches Freeland. Uh, Matt Schellett coaches uh, Kingsley. All those teams are tough, really tough, and have been in those big games a year ago. And that's why I think Tom is saying, you know, they're scrappy. They've been there. And those are the type of teams that can knock off a Country Day, a Williamston, or whoever, right. and make a run is an experienced group you know, that's been through the wars before.
0: Right. Freeland uh, mentioning that loss uh, in the semis to Ypsilanti-Arbor Prep last season by eight points. They have uh, two losses this season, both to unbeaten Class A teams in Heritage and Bay City Western at the time.
1: Right. I mean, they went— you know, They're if, hungry. If, if you lose by eight at the end of the year— We all know that could go either way. At the Breslin. That could go either way. Right. So uh, uh, if they've got great chemistry and somebody else might be slipping and not maybe working as hard as they should be, then that's how you can get them. You get a
0: chance to, uh, you know, being a coach, see uh, the girls' basketball. What do you think the state of girls' basketball in Michigan is right now in terms of of talent and uh, in terms of uh, kind of competition throughout?
1: You know, I've coached boys forever. Right. And I've been coaching girls. But I've been uh, close with uh, Bob Bloom and Fred Thoman and Brian Somalski, uh, who, who have been on the girls' side, and in talking to McCabe and Markowski, yeah. and just the feeling is, is that a lot of athletic girls are choosing not to play basketball as the numbers are down, mm. um, the overall. I can't explain what that would be, whether it's the volleyball, the switch in the seasons, whatnot, but... Uh, overall numbers of girls are down. Now the top team, and and sometimes you see a huge disparity, these 40, 50-point wins between the the good teams and then the the other teams. And I think that's because there's just not as many girls uh, out there and and the gap is so much bigger. Really, we want as many girls as we can play. It's a great game, great uh, teamwork kind of game. But from what we're hearing is that the numbers are a little lower And the amount of really, really good players are. But, you know, last year, look how many good players we had for that Miss Basketball race. Right. You know, so, again, this year, uh, there's still a lot of good players. Sure. Um, But the gap, I think, has gotten a little bit, has gotten bigger in some areas. What do you think will turn that tide? You know what? you got to start at the younger levels. And uh, freshman JV, convincing girls. You know, you be honest with you, when they come out, they end up staying. More times than not, obviously not all the time, but sure. when they start coming out, it's such a great game that is getting them out, um, starting them at the younger levels, not making it too threatening to where it's fun and they want to come back and it's, you know, it's, it's not uh, live or die if you, if you win or lose. Those types of things will get girls into it because we want to be, you know, research shows if they're involved, they do better in school, they're getting in better shape, they're meeting more people. They're learning to discipline, all that stuff, you know. And whether it's volleyball or basketball or or lacrosse or soccer, get involved.
0: One last question just with reference to this. Uh, Dan Young here with BCAM, a longtime coach and and has a lot of experience in this field. Do you feel maybe, um, and and I know it's different for everyone, but um, off season commitments, you know, preseason commitments – do you feel that sometimes that goes a little overboard and that drives maybe some kids away? They're like, hey, man, I'm not ready to play in college. I want to play in high school, but I don't have my whole summer to give up to you.
1: Specializ- specialization, um, having to commit all season on whatever it might be, um, I think has played a huge part in that, is that you know it's tough to play three now. Even though you still can do it, but you always feel like you're being pulled, and then the kids feel that, and then you feel the stress and the tension, and then they're going to two, and hopefully not just playing one sport, yeah. but you know, it, 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 it's it's we just got to have more fun, right. and Just play as yes. opposed to just. And do you feel the B cam can
0: play a role in that? You know, with the no coaches, question. yeah,
1: we educate and try to get we we are constantly trying to educate our coaches that playing multiple sports is a positive it's better for your body it's better for your longevity as far as having fun having hearing different voices not being with the same people and same sport and doing the same movements it's all better and you talk about people that pl- end up playing at the at the you know you talk about all the the research it all shows that that the, the athletes that make it th- in the long run usually played more than one sport. The specialization, a lot of times they get burnt out. They get yeah. sick of it. Y- uh, you hear it all the time. So there's no question that we are always pushing. We're the basketball coaches of Michigan, but well, we want our guys to play football. We want our girls to play volleyball. We don't want our girls to play both sports and, and not interlap and, and you know not just play soccer and not just play basketball, obviously. It would help all our sports. And if you get, you know, we want all the best athletes, right? That's right. So we want we, we want all the best athletes to play. Just think of all the best athletes played. That's right. Cool. You know, everybody would be fired up.
0: No doubt. All right, let's do it again next week. Okay, awesome. Thanks again. All right. great time. We'll be right back.
5: Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations.
1: We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan.
5: Go to DoughRaiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Doughraiser.
0: All right, guys, welcome back to Hang Time, our final segment. The guys are back in the room, and uh, we want to get to uh, some of your comments. We call it mailbag. This is something where uh, if you guys reach out to us, we want to uh, answer your questions, concerns, comments. Uh, first off, Kurt McGirt on Facebook, and uh, we had a long off- <laughs> off-camera discussion on Kurt McGirt. So uh, for those who know who that is, you're laughing hysterically for those who don't. <laughs> Uh, it can. It's uh Just, it, just go. Just Google it. There you go. <laughs> it has a has a Safe. Detroit crime background comic book. There's all yeah. kinds of stuff. So obviously, but this, I don't believe this. It, gen- it, no, this, 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 this it, gentleman this is was using t- t- a pseudonym. Yeah, right. It is not his real name. It is not the real Kurt McGurt Although free from prison, we yeah. doubt <laughs> is communicating <laughs> with State Champ's hang time. <laughs> All right, there you go. is uh, top to bottom. He wanted to know: is the OAA stronger than the PSL?
2: Top to bottom, it is.
4: Uh, from OAA red standpoint, yeah. I mean, you start giving into some of the other OAA Boy, yeah. black and all all that stuff, red. then probably not. But I'm not
2: talking about the blue. I'm just talking, yeah, you're the red
4: and the, the white. Old, yeah, yeah. Well, OAA red is is up Talk there. Talk about the PSL yeah. East and the
0: OAA. They, red. they
4: they both have they both have. Some of the top teams in the state, you know, can they? They have both have teams that can win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at it, East English Village is number one in the uh, or excuse me in the PSL East, mm-hmm. and they beat Clarkston. Hazel Park is number one in OAA Red, and they want to beat in uh, East, East English. English. Right. So you know, when if you if you're looking at the weight of that of of the OAA Red, you know, being carried by Hazel Park and by Clarkston, then then yeah, but I at mean, do do I really think that? To be honest, I think that, like, uh, you take the zero-win teams, you know, is Debs are going to – is probably got a win against Bloomfield Hills or North Parminton yeah, yeah. and definitely Southfield A&T this year. Um, yeah, I think that Osborne probably also has a win or two. I'm not sure that any of the – that Bloomfield Hills, I saw them play Cass and they absolutely got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, not sure that any bad. of those bottom teams can beat them. But as far as the top teams, yeah, the OAA Red is, 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 is on par, if not if, – and I think probably better.
0: So what is the but, best conference in the state right now?
4: Hey, i I think you got to go with the, the, the. You got one team ranked number two, and you got one rank, team ranked number three, and that's Hazel Park, and that's uh, Clarkston, and they're both in the OA you Can't red. look past Troy or West Bloomfield. Right. Yeah, those are so the OA red right now. That's the yeah, class
3: be, of the state. That's why I'd be interested to see just see a Troy in the PSL and see how they would fare. Just see a West Bloomfield in the PSL and see how they would fare. Um, I think you know. I think the OAA read this year. I, it's good, You know things are going to change once guys like Foster, Lawyer, and Taylor Curry Curry leave, Carl Bowen, and David Hearns leave. Um, but I think for this year, I think the OAA read.
4: And if you is, look, is and, if, and, and if you look in some of the, in in over the last ten years, let's say when Carlton Brundage is at, at Southfield, mm-hmm. I think every team outside of, yeah, I think every team in the every team in the league uh, except for Troy. Has made it to red, the the, o. A. The, red. the semifinal or o. A. final, the it, o. A. not including Hazel Park because right. they weren't in the league.
0: Right. Right. The o. A. James Red James Young didn't stay at Troy. That yeah, he never, play, right. he never played. He never played in the Red. Right. Yeah, they playing. Yeah, his, right. his, right. his whole right. four years, of yeah, they're high school, playing he in the white. Right.
4: They
2: played in the White. <laughs> the <orange. laughs> um, But a quick stat: uh, seven of the last nine years, the OAA a. Red has placed a team in the Final Four.
4: Yeah, and last year they had two teams with Clarkson and Northfield, West Bloomfield. You know, so that's. Hey, that I mean, that's, that obviously speaks volumes. I mean, the PSL they pretty much have to pluck all everybody off. Um, they they're never going to get two teams um, in the in the in the semifinals. Uh, they, they're done with that. You know, they're right. they saying hey, we're just going to filter everybody out. You guys aren't bringing enough fans, or however they want to figure everything out uh, when they when they do the brackets. Um, but you know why everybody is playing at Detroit Western this year? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've got East English Village that's going all the way down to Western, when you've got teams like. Um, the Taylor teams or other teams that are even – that are closer, you know, most of the downriver teams, mm-hmm. they can easily go over there and play at Western. It's, it's a lot more convenient, right. you know, and why – I think Grosse Point South is going to Detroit Western too. You know, they're like, well, why or why do you pick on us? Why do we always get stuck playing in the PSL? You know, we're never going to win a district. You know, I mean, you look at their banners. You know, there's no – there are no banners, you know, right. for winning any championships and stuff like that. So
2: You know what I would like to see, kind of take a, a page out of what they do in college – maybe have a PSL OAA challenge at the start of every year like they do with the ACC Big 10 challenge mm. mm-hmm. and you know uh, at least in the OAA red
0: you could definitely and, do that over the holidays and, for and, sure and, you know oh, yeah. take yeah. the top 5 teams but you've teams. got that 20 game limit yeah. right right and that's usually what ends up see what I holding that up what I I've, I've always thought is, is but know, I like it like they did
2: it. something like that in the nineties, like where it was kind it. of like called like a city suburb. Where yeah. they did it at, yeah. at at Joe Lewis or in Kobo. the old days, they did
0: that a lot when yeah. it came to you know. But it tradition. wasn't it wasn't league versus league. Like, you know, it's f- the what do you call it the um, uh, PSL champ, Catholic champ, the, yeah, uh, the good, yeah, yeah, the, the good, uh, op- the good operation. Operation. Friendship. friendship, yeah, yeah, yeah you operation you know? friendship. that's that's yeah. where I was going with yeah.
3: that. I like that, and if they were to expand on that, you know, for just like. You know the the Friday before the playoffs start, and you know, just everybody—it's kind of it's an exhibition. Nobody's going to really right. give it their all because playoffs start on Monday, but it'd be kind of a fun showcase, I guess, to see.
4: A lot of teams—they want to, you know, in the PSL, they've got a schedule for twenty games. They've got a schedule all the way up to play that twentieth game in the Operation Friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, if you lose in the semifinals or you lose in the uh, quarterfinals of the PSL game, the PSL uh, championships, and you've got a three or four games to fill. You know, the same thing as can be said with uh, the Catholic, Catholic League. League. Right. And so a lot of times they'll play and, you know, you'll see Pershing that will go play at Catholic Central. And mm-hmm. a lot of times those games aren't on the schedule because they're put together three or four days ahead of time. They right. send me over that contract and boom, boom. Yeah. And they'll just go out there and just to fill up the 20 games. And a lot of those guys have built up a rapport over years. They know each other. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's good. Uh, one thing that the Macomb Count, uh, the MAC Macomb County. McComb county's uh top athletic, athletic yeah uh they played catholic, they played um the catholic league um at Callahan Hall mm-hmm. um the su- the first sunday of the year yeah um and that was this year the problem is they go back to what your record was last year and so if you lose somebody then it doesn't necessarily pair up the same way i think Dayless, or i think uh, yeah maybe La Salle and new haven played each other um to start the year which was you know a pretty good you know, a good matchup. Right. Problem was De La Salle just got done playing football. Right. Yeah. You know, so it. Is, I mean, it is what it is. But. The Catholic
2: Central this year is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, we don't no. have the superpower that UDJ has been uh, recently, as as but they're been. still really nice. Uh, and getting Jalen Thomas back a- obviously helps. And then Catholic Central, De La Salle, and Central uh, Lake St. Mary's. Lake Brother Saint Rice is. They're three and nine, but yeah. that's a you know when I've seen them play, that's a good three and nine team. They got a really nice sophomore in John John Brantley. Uh, but you know, I don't really put them in the mix. I'm talking about those top four. Yeah. Catholic Central's, you know, uh, there's like ten of the same players. They're all like six five, six right. six. They're all long and they can all shoot.
4: And that's another big game uh, for Tuesday night, um, which with U D Jesuit traveling to Orchard Lake Saint Mary's. And yep. I think De La Salle goes and plays that Catholic Central, or if they don't, they play in the very near future. U D J
2: beat uh, Orchard Lake in on, on
0: like the final possession
4: uh, yeah. the first time they yep. played. Yep. Yep. In uh, Jonathan Gilbert on
0: Twitter wants Twitter is a fan of McBain. Uh, and originally when we got his question, he felt that uh, he, McBain should be in your Class C rankings. You have them there now and you have them seventh.
4: Yeah, like a mind reader. you yeah. know McB- <laughs> McBain's had some solid teams over the in the, in the past. Um, I, I'm looking at uh, Class C and I'm saying, all right, you know there are enough other teams out there where I just didn't really see where they could squeeze in there when you've got Calvin Christian, Covenant Christian, you've got uh, Beecher Pershing. Um, they do have some solid wins this year, um, highlighted by Buckley. They beat them by one point, point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also had uh, more recently a nice win over Matton, who I think could be a sleeper in Class C. Um, but I think that that's one of the that win right there kind of made me start realizing, all right, I need to pay attention to this team. Then they went in a couple, then they won a few uh, few games um, since that time period in mid in mid uh, January, and. Yeah, they're very they're very much deserved. I mean, if you're going out there and you're winning games, you're winning the games that you're supposed to win. You're defending home, and then you add a couple of games um, over rank over wins with over ranked teams. Then yeah, that's deserved. And yeah, they they definitely moved up. And I mean, that I think that needs to be the trend.
0: By the way, if you want to see uh, TJ's rankings, they are at statechampsnetwork.com. dot Just uh, click on rankings, and uh, you will be able to see those each and every week. We've got hockey rankings and uh Tom hand, handles girls basketball. Yep. Uh so it, it's all right there for you and we feel that uh, we do it better than anybody else. Right. So
3: And that's where our, our last question for the mailbag yes. comes from. Uh Tony Marshall wants to know why Grand Rapids Catholic Central is still ranked ahead of Godwin Heights. So I'll leave that one to TJ.
4: I wasn't impressed with Godwin Heights lost to Forest Hill Central. I okay. think Forest Hill Central they've only got one or two losses now. And so as I think that they're one of those teams where they're now for real. Um I think Coach Elliott um, is doing a fantastic job. His son is really emerging, um, one of the better shooters in the state as a senior. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I think that could Godwin be ranked higher than than Catholic Central? I just looked at, hey, Catholic Central lost at Godwin. Godwin was supposed to win that game. Mm-hmm. When they're, Godwin's a tough place to play. I mean, they, they probably w- averaged wins by 20, 30 points, if not yet, you know. Right. Um, so, you know, I will look at Catholic Central. Are they going to play at a, neutral, at a neutral site? Is it going to be something that's different? Um, I just look at the loss with the Forest Hill Central as the knock on, on Godwin. Um, can that change this week? Godwin's got a pretty tough game um, that's coming up at a nice showcase in uh, Grand Rapids. Right. Um, when they have um, – they've got a pretty good game. Uh, they played detroit Pershing.
0: Yeah. all right. So should well, be a pretty go. good
4: neutral site game. There we go.
0: All right. Well, we want to thank our sponsors, Hungry Howie's, Dill Razor, BCAM, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. We're going to cut this one uh, short right now because Scott Bernstein has got to go over to Fanatic U to get his Blake Griffin jersey. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> he has just been pining for it. So uh, that's where uh, he'll be headed. Now, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys out there. Uh, and uh, again, next week we've got a lot to talk about, so uh, we'll be here all season long. And we'll break it down all the way through what happens at the Breslin. So everything's just going to get ramped up, amped up from here on out. Uh, We're in the so, thick of it, right? Yeah, now. again, nitty, the nitty gritty. If you want to talk to us, do it on Facebook, do it on Twitter. You can go to our website and our contact page. You can email us. Contact us at statechampsnetwork.com, and uh, and maybe we'll talk about it right here on Hang Time. We'll see you next week.